What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Um, wow. Hi. Well, you know, it's been a moment. The audience didn't get to hear, but the last time we tried to sing that song was remotely. So you sent me a recording of you singing Uh it as low as a human could possibly (laughs) sing it. You must have just woken. And then I tried to record it at that pitch and just took it up an octave. Oh, how did it work? Did it work at all? I don't yeah, know. because you made it so low, I could do it up an octave. But then didn't it get cut? Didn't Jeremy cut Jeremy it anyway? Cut it. Yeah, Even he was I like, thought it was beautiful. He was like, no thanks. What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Um. It's cold here. It was nice in Sao Paulo. It is hot here now. Well, okay. But I just left like 80 degree weather. Um, Welcome home. Thank you. Sao Paulo was so beautiful. I'm just going to talk about it real brief Mm -hmm. because who wants to hear a vacation story? Like if I was listening to this in the winter of New York and APAP, Jamie and Juan Pablo's wedding was the beyond. So describe it for me. I I wish I was there. It was so... What time did events begin? I think we were supposed to be there at 3.30, so... And I had the rings. I was the ring bearer. What did you wear? I wore those shorts that I got from Electric Feathers that look like a garbage bag, kind of those shiny Japanese Mm -hmm. silk things. Mm -hmm. Uh, That shoulderless uh, top from Uniqlo. So cheap and then expensive shorts and then those shiny shoes i had from aldo that i just threw away like festive funeral attire well i always wear black that's for sure um uh so i wore that and then uh what did you know and jeremy were all black duh and so we went to this it was at this club restaurant place called the riviera with these uh neon uh palm trees outside And we went in, and there was all this food. Just and, ready for you. Oh, yeah. Just you walk in, and there's you would go up this flight of stairs. There's this stuffed peacock at the top of the stairs. There wasn't, like, people holding food. It was on tables. Oh, people were walking around with oh, food. Now so you, I'm recalling okay, that. Hors-d'oeuvres. Yeah, Yeah, and stuff that is, like, from there. Like, um, you know, like a really small egg yolk on top of a sausage. Like a sausage piece, well, or really uncomfortable. <laughs> I um, don't want that. Um, what did I have that you would have wanted? Um, there were some vegetables, I guess, mm, like vegetables. salad. But like there were huge terrines of like pork, all and all the parts of the pork. That's like you know, like here's the stomach and this and that. So not, as soon as you came in, you could just, just make a plate of food. Actually, the plate of food wasn't available yet either. Sorry. I'm what so jet-lagged crazy. Story. Well, I, hang on. So people are <laughs> passing food. I'm, like, making the rounds. I'm like, oh, hey, queen, hey. I meet all of, like, Juan Pablo's Chilean friends. I'm doing my French. Well, actually, Chileans don't speak Portuguese. but Spanish. Yes. Yeah, so I'm doing a French accent, though. Speaking English with a French are. accent. Super Lindsay Lohan in Greece. Mm. Always that video for me abroad. Yes. And, um... Jamie's family is there. Juan Pablo's Juan Pablo's mom. You'd love her. She has one of my favorite laughs I've ever heard. She's gorgeous. She's forty eight. She has. Why is she so young? Because <laughs> she's just fierce. How old is Juan Pablo? Thirty. So you know she's eighteen. Oh wow. Yeah. And she's just and Juan Pablo's sister is stunning. Of course, you know. So um, the the mom and I are like talking and everything, and then. Jamie and Juan Pablo come, and the sister 
did the... She talked. She did she the said, thing. I do, you do. She did all that. It was all in Portuguese. Right. And then, you know, and they're like, you know, Jack is going to gonna bring the rings. And yeah. I brought the rings. And they put the rings on. Jamie even cried a little bit. I want Aww. people to know if you've ever seen Gaby, which was this indie movie I did a, a while ago with Jen Harris and Matthew Wilkes, written and directed by John Plisak. He was in it. Um, my character's name is Jamie, which wasn't the original character name, but I asked that it be changed to Jamie because I said... What was it initially? Jack. Really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, Jonathan was just like, I wrote this character for you. Oh, okay. I want you to play Are it. Jen and Matt, Jen and Matt? I think so. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They, Matt was just on Touche. I know. I have to listen to it's it. great. I should have listened to it on the plane, but I went to sleep. In um, fact, I'm going to bring up some questions they asked later from that episode of the po- their podcast. Oh. They ask questions. Of one another. I got it. Great. New Year's kind of thing. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jamie and one Pablo cried a little bit. And then we all ate, a, you know, they kissed, they did the rings. We ate this giant meal. I talked to the psychoanalyst. And then um, we're standing around and then this, all of a sudden these, this drum sound starts happening. Mm. And this big Brazilian band comes in with like, Horns, drums, super loud, and then two, like, six-foot-tall carnival female dancers come in and just start dancing with everyone. And then it was this huge dance event for hours and hours. That's nice. It was so fun. I was, um, like, it was like I was taking a shower. I was so wet, Were dripping you injured the next day? I wasn't, but I did get that heat rash. Oh, right. <laughs> which was so crazy, which I was like, I'm dying... And also we were leaving the... Well, we thought we were leaving the next day. Oh, I also want to say the only thing I really did in Sao Paulo was buy Melissa shoes. What are Melissa shoes? You're going to die. They are... Do I get a pair? No. I did not buy you. I would have had to figure out your size and women's. Oh. You have to go up. It's women's shoes, but are you can... Are they jelly shoes? Yes. I want jelly shoes. Girl, so they they exist in Soho. Really? I, but they're I, probably like 20 <clears throat> times more expensive. Probably. Yeah. I can order them um, on Amazon. All I, I looked online. So the thing about the one... They're all made in Brazil. They're made out of plastic. It's a whole thing of like, let's save the world by... Ma- I think they're made out of recycled Recycle? plastic. Okay. They real They smell like... Remember when you get a strawberry shortcake or something like that, yeah. and you would open that, and yeah. there'd be a scent Scratch on it. Scratch and sniff. Big time. And the reason I think it's scented is because they're just off-gassing cancer, you know, all this plastic. Maybe but I shouldn't have a pair. I think it's fine. I'm get, at risk. Get the je- We're all at risk, Queen. <clears throat> Please, get the jelly shoes. I love jelly shoes. I bought... Oh, I just bought shoes. I don't like shoes. Like, I don't like buying shoes. I think shoes are really boring. And I went to the Melissa... I went to the same Melissa store three times, just the first time I had to just what look colors? at everything. Black. <laughs> okay. Um, but they have the I was thing really about hoping for a clear with sparkles. So they have flesh tone, oh, which is so amazing. And I did. There was this one pair of shoes that I was like, oh, these would look really good and read on read and flesh, but they didn't. They only went to like a size nine in women's, and this yours is going to well be. I think we can look online. Okay. But the thing about the stores in Brazil is. There's shoes that they don't sell online because it's all made there, and everything in Brazil is this year, whereas America doesn't get it till next right. year. There certainly won't be any sizes for our guest. There won't be any sizes for Stewie, I don't think. But Jeremy got some. <laughs> wow. And Jeremy has big feet. He has feet. a thick foot, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's what really what I did in Sao Paulo was buy Melissa shoes. Wow. And um, it was so... And Parker went here. This I got her a gift, which is a... Uh, 
it's a bag that's like a, a drawstring bag that'll just sort of suck together at the top, you know, like a yeah, a, and it's flesh pl- it's latex. It just looks like Shiny. pink, no, like matte fleshy like pink. Yeah, like ah. a testicle or a breast oh, that's really wonderful. big. Yeah, that yeah. has like a strap, and then you just like cinch it in and open it up and dig in there. So um, good shopping in Sao Paulo. Can you imagine? That was really all I How wanted. do you say ring in Portuguese? <clears throat> I have no idea. Oh, okay. I just listened for my name during the sermon. They were like, Oi, hola, Jack. And I was like, hi. I was like, oi. That's how you say hello. Oi. I was like, oi, tudo bem? Tudo, e você? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Well, sounds sort of French. Uh, so, and then we were supposed to leave. So we went to the airport and they were like, so I, I wasn't, I mean, I had the rash and I was like, oh God, and we get to the airport and um, they're like, your plane's canceled. And I was like, well, what? Okay. Well, first of all, no one, there wasn't anyone who spoke English because uh, you have to see Portuguese if you're there. So we had to track down a manager person. <clears throat> it's an edge that took an hour. And then they were like, well, it's canceled. We can fly you back on Saturday. And I was mm-hmm. like, no. And they were like, yeah, you can go on Saturday and we'll give you two nights in a hotel. And I was like, well, that would be Monday, Tuesday, but then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> so what? And they're like, that's all there is. Or we can try and eventually another hour went by and they're like, you can go to Miami tomorrow. And I was like, and then what? And they were like, and then you'll have to figure it out. And I was like, so I'll have to pay for my plane from Miami to New York. And they're like, yes. Wow. So then they, this doesn't sound they right. were like, and I was like, none of this is making sense. Like we bought trip protection. So they were like why don't you go stay in this hotel? I was like, are you going to pay for it? And they're like, no, you'll pay for it. And you'll have to, <laughs> and you'll have to pay for your way there and back to the airport tomorrow. Jeremy's like dealing with like looking at flights from Miami. We found a flight from Miami. They would go to Atlanta to New York. That would be another five hours after we got to Miami. I'm like, oh God. And like, of but course, like, wait, this, hmm. all this money. Oh yeah. All that money on a plane ticket. And they were like, no, you'll pay for your hotel. So they found us this hotel. They're like, it's really cheap. And it was. It was like probably like 40 bucks. Okay. And <clears throat> we go to the hotel and it was worth 40 bucks. Okay. And <laughs> we, we do all this stuff. And then in the morning we check. Oh, they also hadn't emailed us to tell us that flight was canceled. So we'd taken a $60 Uber to Whoa. the airport. And they're like, oh, sorry, you didn't get notified. It was so crazy. And we were there for three hours Tell trying to figure this out. Tell us the name of this airline. It's Avianca. Don't fly it. Do it's not. really one of those things. I remember flying to Paris once and I was like, I've never heard of that airplane, but I've never heard of that airline, but I'm going to take it because it's cheap. Yeah. So you get what you pay for. So okay. Stuart's so stressed about it. He's getting so hot while I'm He doesn't like story. losing money. So, oh girl. Oh, this was like money just spilled out of my veins at this point. Yeah, so it's then, like my mom when things go wrong. She's like, here's all my money. I was, I was just like, I was like, I was like, this is so crazy. So then in the morning, Jeremy looks online. He's like, our flight to Miami has been delayed four hours. We will miss our connection right. from Miami to New York, and there's no other flight leaving Miami tomorrow night. Wow. Because we are on the latest flight. Oh, okay. And I was like, so then we tried calling the airline. <clears throat> we get to someone who speaks English. She's like, I'll transfer you. Disconnected. Every time also I called the airline, it just wouldn't pick up, or it would give me a busy signal, or I'd get someone who would speak Portuguese, and then they'd hang up on me. And a lot's gone wrong. So then... He's like, we're just going to the airport. Let's go to the airport and we'll deal with it there. We get to the airport and I, 
I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this now. And I'm like, I write on Google Translate, I was like, I have a medical condition. I have to get back <laughs> oh to New York God. on Wednesday. And then I'm like, I need to speak to a manager. We speak to this, and I like full, I'm like, I'm gonna cry. So I like turn that on, I cry. The manager's like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you're just gonna have to go to Miami. It's a different manager. He's like, you'll just have to go to Miami and then get a hotel there and fly back to New York on Wednesday morning. What? And I was like, but I'll have to pay for that. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, this isn't making sense. Also, we bought trip protection. Like, what? So we, I just can't believe it. So we're like, okay. And eventually we get to this woman where we're going to deal with um, checking our bag to go to Miami. And we've talked to three people at this this point. Mm -hmm. And we get to her and she goes... I said, should we check? I said, I really don't want it. We, I had to buy a bag for the Melissa shoes. <laughs> we had to check a bag to bring back the Melissa shoes. So I was like, can we not check that? Because I really want to get out of the plane fast and Jeremy needed to get to work. And she was like, well, where, it's your final destination. And, and she's speaking English. I said, uh, New York. And she goes, Why? well, do you want to take a flight tonight that'll go direct to New York? And I was like, what are you talking about? And... Jeremy was like, maybe we should just take the Miami one or what is this real? I was like, can we go? She's like, yeah, I'll just put you on a flight tonight. What? Yeah. So this is Tuesday night. And she was like, and then let me get you a hotel and a cab vouchers. Were you just talking to the wrong people? I guess I spoke to eight wrong people. Wow. So <clears throat> she gets us cab vouchers. We're taken to this amazing Marriott where all of our meals were free at the Marriott, which were great. How long did you stay there? We got there at like 9am. The cab came and picked us up. We got there at 9am because we got to the airport at 630 and had to speak to people until around, no, until around 930. So we got to the hotel at Okay, 10. no more details. No more details, sorry. <laughs> and then we stayed in the hotel until um, 730 that night. So Jeremy went swimming. I was like, let's make Instagram videos. I'm going to take a long nap. Um, I went to the sh- shop. I was like, do you have calamine lotion? Because I read that and it would help the heat rush. And then I got on that. Well, all flights generally are, are night flights to New York. So then we go back to... Um, oh, this is real quick. Just a quick detail. Okay. It's boring. It's a very short it. story. Uh, well, it's a, it's exciting because it's the <laughs> most dramatic. travel story. I know. I couldn't help it. But it. We go to the gift shop and I'm like, can I have that calamine Every one of our listeners has been watching this on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> that could be true. But this woman was like, this calamine lotion is, in, is expired. And I was like, well, can I just have it anyway? And she's like, sure. And she gave it to me and I put on the heat ration and immediately like, Took it down. So expired calamine. Just get on it, Queens. Yeah, you don't need to go to a doctor. And then um, we get to the airport and we're in line or whatever. We go to get the tickets. I run into this woman and the, I start talking to these people in line. This woman's like, I'm from Brazil. I'm suing this airline. My family is all lawyers. I'm suing them. I can't believe this has happened to me. I was like, here's my email. Like, wow. let me, I'll tell you my story if it'll help you. And then she's like, we're going to Miami and then flying to Philly, all of which we've had to pay for. I'm like, I'm so sorry, because I'm getting on the New York flight. We had a baggage handler who told us a secret. (laughs) And then, (laughs) tea. (laughs) So we get up to the counter, and we give the passports, and the girl takes this really long time looking at her computer, and she's making all these faces, and I start to sweat, being like, oh, God, please let this flight happen. And then she's like, I'm upgrading you to business. (gasps) And I was like, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and so then Jeremy's like what's what's happening and I'm like girl 
it's just gonna happen. I was like, I put it out there. I was just put it out you there to the witches. Travel day. Um, <clears throat> and then I, I'm sweating just retelling the story. <laughs> and then we went through, I was like, well, let's go to the business lounge. And Jeremy was like, do you think we can go to the business lounge? She's like, honey, with a business ticket, you get to go to the business lounge. So we went and sat in the business lounge. There was some fierce Brazilian trade up in there. I mean, some really hot guys. And then we got on the flight and I watched, um, Black Swan and then ate beef bourguignon. And oh tilted, <laughs> tilted my chair all the way back and went to sleep until this morning. Magic. Yes. Yay. Yay. Weird miracle. Yes. And Jeremy really had to get to work today. Like, it was so crazy. And he made it. it he made it. Out. I'm sorry, though. That's hard. <clears throat> well, the first part was really hard. And also because I got, weirdly, a sinus infection, which I haven't had in seven years. Uh. And so, and I still have it. So I was like dizzy, heat rash, being like, I'm going to die in Sao Paulo. They brought, when they brought the, my second, when they brought my breakfast, which is an omelet and a cappuccino. Mm. Um, I remember thinking I shall die of an unwashed grape because there were all these grapes in the bowl. Which <laughs> is a, it's a line from Blanche Dubois and Street Her Name Desire. It's so good. Rewatch it. Um, I, that was it. I've been in a couple situations where like, flights, I thought of ours. Oh, Remember? that was nothing. That was just a few hours. But <clears throat> I've been in situations where you're stuck for a few days wherever you are. But I'm always like with the dance company, everything gets taken care of for you. So it's like right. no fear. You're just like right. vacation. Right. <laughs> right. You're just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And also, did that ever happen when you were with Jenna? Oh, I, maybe. I don't Cause know. Because that sounds like that'd be the best. One time I was with Shenway and we got to... Albuquerque and we needed to get on a plane to Santa Fe. Oh. We got to Albuquerque a little late and everyone was just like rushing over to something. Anyways, three <laughs> of us w- didn't have the second part of our tickets for some reason. Me, James, and Cecily. And we couldn't get on the plane to what? Santa Fe. Wait. What? Yeah, they How had did you to... not have your tickets? Because it was like, oh, when you get to Albuquerque, you just get the second part of your ticket. But there was so short a time between that the three of us got stuck in Albuquerque. And Cecily's family was in Santa Fe. It was all very sad. But we stayed in a hotel that night. It was fun. Who took care of the hotel? The company. Yeah. Or the airline? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I got stuck That's in Sweden fun. for a few days once. Is that when then you got to take that flight back all by yourself? Yes. Uh, I loved that, that story last week. Yeah. That was really good. I loved thinking about you, like, kind of doing... I did do a little, like... Leg swings in the aisle. I stood up today and, like, did some plies and hung over my legs mm. and did all that. My body is so much better now, by the way. Because I've been seeing an amazing physical therapist named Elliot Fishbein. Wow. Yeah. When, what is he... It's, like, worked out your Lauren groin? Lauren Alzamora recommended him. It's worked out your groin? So hard. So, what, is he doing palpations? Is he digging in there? Or oh, is yes. he giving you exercises? Oh, both. Both. Okay. He's digging really hard into all the scars, and like right. when he does it, he like sticks his hands in them, and then he he does his head from left to right like an antenna. Like he's looking for something. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you been like? Have you asked what that is? Are you like, are you a witch? No, no, no. I think he is a witch. Cool. Yeah, because I was like, does he wow. take insurance? No, That's but weird. you can send the receipts to your insurance. Are you doing that? Not yet. I know. I have stuff like that. Yeah. I have all my PT I already know that my insurance is going to be like, absolutely not. Because I have the like, you know. Right. You do have, people. right. I have an insurance that would do it. I would just have to do it. You have to do it. You I just send just, the thing. It makes me so tired Was just there something I need to tell you before the guest comes in? 
No, I think the guests can be involved in everything. I think the guests because there's things we're going to talk about in the in the dance world that are happening right now. Yeah. Well, ladies, gentlemen, another our guest needed us to take his interview down because he's becoming a therapist, and we celebrate therapy here at with dance and stuff, and so that interview is gone, girl. We have to wrap it up because I have to take some pseudoephedrine and take a nap. We didn't talk um, about Peter Martins for one second. Oh, wow, we didn't. Should we do a four-minute Peter Martins talk? <sighs> Let's do it. It's okay. People will listen. Um, so if you're a listener who doesn't know who this is, Peter Martins uh, was the director of New York City Ballet since Balanchine's death in 1983. Um, he's in his seventies now. Um, he has a long history of physical and verbal abuse with people in the organization. And for those of you who feel, and understandably so many people directly involved with him are very saddened at his departure from New York city ballet, but you don't have to go any further than looking up an article in the New York Times from 1992, I believe it is, when he beat his wife, Darcy Kistler, at their home in Saratoga on tour, and she called the police and she was injured. So it is a wonder that he's had his job for these many years since these things yeah. have started to happen. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I know he has really propelled the careers of many excellent dancers and been a father figure to some. It is not your place anymore, dancers, to defend this man to any people who have been injured or hurt by him. So your silence is important in all of this. To de- right, right. I mean, of defending him, yeah. I completely, everything you've said is, I remember when you told me the Darcy story years ago, and it just, oh. it made, no, I, I was like, why is this still happening? And then you think of all these cliches in the ballet world of, uh, abuse, you know, and, and as and we, and as we, the sit- Darcy story is only one in many things. Right. Many, Jeff many. Edwards came forward many, many mm. years ago when he right. was still in the company, and nothing was done about right. any of this. It's all been swept under the rug. The board of New York City Ballet has been very powerful in keeping him at the helm, and now it's come to a point where, like, our culture and our country won't allow it. So, unfortunately, good, absolutely good. I mean, and it's it's so ooh, what's ooh. crazy is having it take this long it is crazy but i mean then again haven't so many things happen that feel crazy such as like last november and i think that you know a transition is obviously scary (laughs) for people in a ballet company because your jobs become insecure so understand transition scary for everyone when people move when people end relationships when people yeah you know, get a new job. Transition is always scary, but life is transition. Yeah. And as Laura Lubavitch said, change is always good. And and New York City and Ballet you're has been... end up working for as someone who's a hideous, power, like abusive right. power person. And New York City Ballet has been in need of change for a while. Peter Martins has done an excellent job keeping the company rich and right. keeping the company sort of at the forefront of ballet in some ways. But right. now it's time to have a younger voice. Well, I mean, it's also a time for, you know, people who are being put in positions of power to not be abusive, sociopathic people. To beat someone enough that they have to call the police. Right. 
And then to not, I don't know, like what if, if he proceeded with any sort of therapy, but that these stories continue to accrue, like mm-hmm. that he accrued these stories is, that's not, that's not okay. And I no. think what we're looking at culturally is where and how, you know, what, and what are these people if we take their power away? Like, isn't it, is this all been part of the thing for them to have power and to abuse it? You know? Yeah. So Everyone's no more of that. Bad. Who who may be up <coughs> to take that position? We, we don't know. know. We have no idea. We don't know. Hmm. We don't know. No. Like the, I think that the thing that I've most you know seen or the the, the what gets banned about is wouldn't it be amazing if Wendy, hmm. if it was Wendy, but and, and yes, actually it would be amazing. I don't know that the, she's interested. At the same time, I think it would be interesting if it was someone who was an excellent choreographer who was also able to have I think it'd be better for the vision. company if it was not a choreographer at all. Mm. I, think, I can see that, actually. I think it'd be great as for someone kind of outside like, oh, yeah. in the fray. It would be, right. would be great. Like what happened with Pina. And I think the most important that thing that can come from New York City Ballet from all of this is that all of those people who've been exiled, who are the people who these dances were made on, yeah. will be allowed back in the building. Absolutely. Because That's Peter, a whole other thing that we should discuss. Right. The power struggle with Peter in keeping them out of the building yep. has done a huge disservice to the Balanchine Ballets. Yep. It's time to let these people back in before they are dead. And why That's, did he exile them? Because it's uh, I know this answer because it bruises his ego to have yeah. people come in and disagree with him. That's correct. Bye. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Get out. It is. It is. Um. Yeah. It's the violence and uh, predatory nature. It's it's really got to go, and um, it's nice to see it happening. And not only here. that, but just like these sort of alpha male behaviors yeah. of like thinking you're, you have ultimate power over something. Nobody right. does. Right. Well, we it's all not, share in this. And it's not just men. I mean, there's been these, uh, there's this, uh, it's another story that I can talk to you about after the podcast about these, you know, stories that are coming about women who mm. abuse power. It's, mm. you know, that, that quote of abusive power should come as no surprise is really, you know, this thing of where and how they need to be looked at, kept in check is where we're supposed to have checks and balances. You know, this thing of where the pyramid structure works and if at the very top of the pyramid, there is no, there's no one, it's not a circle. Right. That's when you're in a problem. I know I said your silence is important and I don't really mean that. You can say what you want and if you like Peter, you're allowed to express that. We're all allowed to express whatever we want. Um... Sure. I guess I would also say, uh, talk with people who've been abused and then see what you want to say. I would also say that if, if your narrative is singular, then you're part of the problem. And I mean, and I, I know what it's like to have worked with abusive directors. Mm -hmm. You know what it's like to have worked with abusive choreographers. It's a huge thing that's shaped, I think, who we are to not be that. I mean, I already, I grew up with bullying and all sorts of horrible trauma and I didn't want that in my life. Mm. So... I think that, you know, it is where it makes one examine oneself on the on the good end and then with other people. And, you know, we don't know what happened to Peter in his early life. It's you generally, if you've gone through abuse, become a victim or a perpetrator. So Very perhaps of you. That's nice. perhaps he went through <laughs> abuse and his root, unfortunately, was perpetrator. Mm. You know, people end up. And then you should be doing self-reflection and looking at Mm. it. So I hope that he's able to get some recovery so that he can stop hurting other people and hurting himself. Bravo, bravo. How's that go? (laughs) Oh, bravo, bravo, 
Bravo. That's the station. Anyways, we I don't know what that you. is. We love you. Um, say bye to Stuart. Say bye, Stuart. Bye, podcast. You'll be so, back. We'll we'll you know we'll have you back. Yeah. You and Heather should come back, and we'll have you know, a real. <laughs> Heather and I can come back and Stuart's just like in the Guggenheim show. We'll do a pre Guggenheim. That's right. Moment. That's right. I got to figure out what I'm making for that. All right. Bye. Loves you. Bye. Can never figure out how to turn this off. <laughs>